This episode is a continuation of the previous episode from Across the Aisle podcast with Senator Bobby Zirkin. Please make sure you've listened to the previous episode before continuing with this one. Enjoy! All right, so we passed this law. Governor Hogan signed it. Everyone, I my he was very supportive. He was very, he was great. I I miss him. Yeah. I do too. Um, hopefully he'll run for president. But the uh, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, we had. I remember when this passed the Senate. I had not seen this before in all my years in the Senate and in the House. I gave a very short speech about what the bill was, and the Senate rose. And do you remember this? I had forgotten, but yeah, I do. What, now. Do, you, what do you remember? Um, I was up in the balcony with a couple of other advocate moms, and um, I can't remember. Was it was it Mike Miller, who, weirdly enough, I was a page in the in the Senate when I was seventeen, and he was there. Yeah. Uh, um, and he just he said something kind about um you know grace and our family and everybody stood up and applauded and i was just dumbfounded and really um it was beautiful for me i remember and that for moment. us that's the only time i think i'd ever seen that really in response to a bill um i don't recall see i didn't know that <clears throat> it, i if it happened i don't remember it um it was, it was that was as you know, I mean, they fought each other, but, uh, <laughs> you know, everybody has to sing happy birthday to each other and gra- yeah. congratulate each other. Yeah. But but to somebody who's someone balcony, got a picture of that, I, th- I think it was in it was in one of the papers or something. And it was really um, it was surreal. And that's when I knew we we're on the right path. It was a big it was a big <clears> deal <throat> um, and something that still should be replicated across this country. Yep. So. Sorry, I didn't mean you need no, a tissue no, no, or something. No, 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 no. I've learned how to cry very carefully. <laughs> so you made a huge difference. Huge difference hope, in our family. I hope in, in the in, long run it looks like that. It. There's no question. I can tell you from this law firm, we've had people that have come in and we've assisted in getting peace orders for people to get so, it to stop. I have no idea if they I appreciate had, you being open to helping with that as well. It's it's the least we can do because and you hope that the criminal sanctions don't ever get used, right? I mean that's the goal is to that you never have to test yep. somebody getting in trouble, yep. you know, for years in jail or juvenile or whatever for for going so far. But um, so now all of a sudden let, let's let's move on a little bit because you have not stopped. You're active. You 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 got the activist bug because you uh, because you actually are making a difference in people's lives. You know, um, like I said, for years, I mean, I I would go to speak with groups and I would speak to, you know, schools and from kids right up into the PTA meetings and, and things like that. Um, <clears throat> and you can only do that so much for so long um, because you also have to regain your own life. And, um, you know, the joy for us came back when we had grandchildren, started having grandchildren six years ago, um, with the third boy, uh, after I had four girls, the third boy is, is due in August, but, um, I still try to stay as active as I can on her page to give hope to kids who are having a hard time. And, and even, you know, I've had 
had an adult one time say, um, just message me and say, it took me a minute to understand what was going on. Um, I had two bottles of liquid courage in a plan. And I've been, I was driving around for four hours trying to get my nerve up. What was she talking about? She was intending to kill herself. Oh. Liquid courage is the alcohol. And then got it. Um, she said, but I decided to look through my Facebook, you know, for the last time. And I came across something from Grace's page. And instead I went to the hospital. And to me. You never told me that story. No, I don't think so. Mm -mm. I don't think I've, I haven't, t you know, I don't, I think I probably shared it on the page later, but it's those kinds of things that make me realize how much, um, there's just so much hidden pain about so many different things from, from bullying, from things that are stigmatized in society and, and like LGBTQ kids are much higher risk for cyberbullying and for suicidal ideation. So all of those kinds of things where I'm trying to promote just, you know, let's not judge everybody. Let's be as kind as we can be. If you take Grace's name, G-R-A-C-E, it can stand for give respect and compassion to everyone. And so that's that's where um, my focus is, but things also still come to me. So for instance, um, last year, um, I didn't know there are nonprofits that help work on good things, good laws. So um, I stepped into Washington um, last November for the Kids Online Safety Act. What is that? It is um, a bill that is just urgently needed because there have been no laws made um, except for um, COPPA, which is the Online Privacy Protection Act, right. which was made in like 1998, I want to say, okay. before, That's before social media, media. existed fairly. Yeah. And all it says is that you have to be 13, which, first of all, we know the kids are always 10 steps ahead of us on anything that has to do with tech. Right. And so there, there's lots of kids out there that, you know, they just say they're 13 and they're, they're out on social media. So, sure. so um, and then Section 230 um, was kind of a, a, the FTC to get the whole ball rolling on communications and uh, internet and social media, there's no, everything was wide open and free. There's no regulation. And no accountability. Right. Right. I mean, so, so the one thing I think I, not that I think he even knows what he, what, what he, what he was saying, it was just some words on a piece of paper. It's maybe the one thing I remember Donald Trump saying that I kind of agreed with. I mean, yeah. although he's the biggest, he's the biggest, uh, you know, culprit of all this online bullying is I'm anybody with you else. there. I was, uh, uh, you know, I thought we were making some, some oh social change God, on Grace's page. President is like a and I, it was highly Grace's law and 50 depressing to me um, when he um, was able, and now you see it all the time. Oh, I mean, it's just. But so he did say anyway, that he wanted to get rid of Section 230 because of the Well, of it the needs to be, it yep. needs to be changed. There's yep. no doubt about it. And, you know, some of the meetings last year when we were there were FTC related. But this is, was a group of moms last year. It was a very large group of moms who had lost children um, to various online harms that most people wouldn't even be necessarily aware of, like the choking challenge. I remember that. Um, you remember it, but it is still out there. And I know people who 
One of the women, I was with five women last week on Capitol Hill. One of them lost her child at age 11. And the thing is, is it's the way the algorithms work. She didn't go looking for that. It was recommended to her. The algorithm pushed it to the child and said, you might like this. Other kids are looking at this. And she had no idea. She said, mom, I'm just going in my room for a few minutes. I'll be back. And she didn't come back. And I know several moms, and we're talking like one is like 10 years ago, one is like three years ago, and one was last year. And the thing is, is moms go out and they, there are people who, moms who spend their time going out, finding these on YouTube, reporting them, and either they, they, they don't get taken down, either they get a message that says this is not against our, um, policies or, or whatever, but Almost without exception, the moms who have lost kids to various online harms, be it even a a girl goes out looking for healthy eating and exercise, and she ends up having been fed this kind of pathway that takes her down into anorexia and disordered eating where, you know, you're on a page where the girls are all skeletal or guys, it happens to guys too, skeletal, and they think that they're fat. Right. So these kind of harms, you know, um, Snapchat is being used heavily as a drug um, pushing. Like that's where it goes now. You can find drugs on there. And the thing is, is fentanyl, apparently it's coming from China to Mexico and up. But a kid might think they're just taking a Xanax or, or ADHD med that they, you know, got online from somebody, but it's, it's you know, so fentanyl bad. enough to kill multiple children, multiple humans right. with one pill. So what is the what is the what's the legislation do that you're that it, it is requiring um a duty of care of um the oops, okay. Are we still talking? Should we continue? All right, we're on a 10 second break here. Okay. Well, we will start. What's going on? I have no idea. Is it unplugged? No, it should be. Sorry about that. No, that's okay. That's all right. We can we can edit this and, and make it. Are we off right now in terms of uh, yeah. talking? Okay. Talking is still on, but we're not going. We can We don't have any internet at home today. It's been crazy. Oh, the Wi-Fi? I don't think it should be Wi-Fi. Why would the camera go off if it was Wi-Fi? Is it battery? It's constantly charging. I don't know why the battery is off either. There is an orange light that's usually green. I don't know why it would do that. Sorry. Is that gone? Yeah, happens. Yeah. Need to upgrade our systems here. It's always something. So is it? Is it? Could it be your internet in the in the office? Four or five G. I don't know why. Because everything here is connected to wires. So unless there's a faulty wire, it shouldn't be unplugging at all. What? 
Could it could it be battery related somehow? Like maybe it wasn't plugged in as much as. It's still a. Should. I'm gonna try turning the camera off and on again. Good luck with the I hope I I I. Because I do want to talk about you know the the Surgeon General report recently yeah, came yeah. out from the CDC. Okay. Just quickly move the ankles. What was what was the problem? The camera just turned off. That's a battery thing. I think it was just moving or something. I don't know what that Tom means, but I'm not technologically. Are we back on? Okay. Give me a, give me a three, two, one. We've got about like five minutes left until it hits an hour. We're gonna go over okay. this one. We're gonna we'll, yeah. we'll go as long as you it think takes. People will listen for that. I do. I do think people are gonna listen. That'd be awesome. Halfway through, just say like that's how we're turning up for this episode, and then you can say like welcome back, like continuing the episode, or if you want me to just put it from the script that I have. I don't know what you just said. We're just going to keep talking. Okay. <laughs> She'll figure it out. You tell me whatever you want me to say. She'll but figure you got to get out. rid of all this crap that we just that we just went through over the last five minutes. Kind of wrapping up the first part, I guess, and then bring back into the second episode. How much more you want to talk? We're going to talk about before we go back on. Mm -hmm. We're not on right now, right? It's recording. It's just recording. Right we're going to do online safety, online safety act, and kind of what you're doing now, and then what else? Online you safety. The you mean the federal one? The federal yeah, stuff. Yeah, and then just the, then the, the state one. If the federal falls through again, I'm sure it's big tech's worst nightmare that individual states will each have their own. Oh, yeah. But, well, I mean, <laughs> there's the at the state level, the UK passed. Let's go, um, back. Let's, let's, okay. let's go okay. back on. All right. You ready? Yeah, ready. All right, we're back. Um, so you were getting ready to start talking about What's going on at the federal level? Give me a little bit about what's in that legislation. Um, what it does is it um, demands some transparency by big tech. Big tech has made it pretty clear that they cannot and will not regulate themselves. Right. Um, so you're talking about like Facebook, Twitter, yeah, all that stuff. Yep. Is that who we're talking about? Yep. All social, all social media things: okay. Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, Twitter, Face. You know, just. Um, all the different things that where kids might be using it. And what we're finding is, is that um, by the time a kid is like 13 years old, big tech has collected like millions of data points on these children. Right. Um, and it's used for advertising. And I'm sure it's for us too. Um, the longer you can keep eyeballs on the screen, the more money you can make from advertising. Right. So um, there are certain things that they do. And, I, you know, I, I see I see the addictive features of scrolling and reading and, you know, I should be going to bed, but I want to read this article. Or, um, But with kids, it, it's it's different. They, they are doing some um, things kids never looked for. Information will be pushed at them. Because the algorithms say they might be interested, right? You know, you. Um, it is amazing. It, it is really scary. Yeah. Forget about. I mean, not even talking about the kids. Like if yeah. you go on. I try to stay stay off of Facebook as much as I can. I mean, like I, you and I have talked before offline, but like some of the craziness that gets pushed, you know, like at 
I mean, whatever. Yeah. The amount of vitriol is amazing, but yeah. the pushing, like, I swear, I'm talking about something with my wife. Yes. And the next thing you know, I'm getting advertisements on Facebook about that very topic. Well, and that's the thing. This will also require privacy. It'll, it will, um, there's COPPA 2.0 is also out there, which isn't just for kids. It's for everybody to try to shore up the privacy, um, you know, the collection, the data collection, um, they, COSA would make it so that, um, you know, they, they, I need to cut this out just for a second because I've lost my train of thought on co between COSA and the age appropriate design. Oh, we lost it again. Come on. Fernando Hopper. Just talk to the plug in so I don't know why it's broken. Just see where it's plugged in. Make sure that we're getting. And we're gonna we'll come back for a future a future talk about Yeah, this shows you how this. I shouldn't be talking about technology. What is going on? It's turned on. Oh, it's up. It was up for a second. What are you doing over there? It says battery exhausted, but it's oh. So I don't know why the battery would be exhausted. This is the plug. So plug it in. And we have it in code. Just the plug. This one that I'm moving right now. I'm unplugging it and plugging it in somewhere else. I'm so sorry. No, don't, don't. How about now? It's on. Let's hope it doesn't attract me that way. Put it in another plug, too, if you want to. Is there a wall plug over here? Okay. As of right now, I don't want to jinx anything. It's not going in. Is it juicy though? This is what it says. It says it's orange and it has a plug next to it, which means it's plugged yeah, in. Yeah, it means like no battery because it's plugged in. Yeah. It has a plug. Did it have that before? I think so. Yeah, it did. Yeah. All right, if it turns off again, we have to pull it We'll get back to it. So oh. We're going to have some editing job to do on this one. Oh, that'll be so fun. Okay. <laughs> do it with your phone. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to be able to edit that, though. Like, how, this is not going to be simple editing. Okay, I'll just I'll figure I'll it out. Take the volume, make it go in and out, kind of, so that it kind of glides into a conversation. All right. Hopefully this doesn't happen Here's again. Yeah, right? <laughs> All right, so I'm still learning, right? Um, but it's hard to miss. Just recently, the um, the Surgeon General came out with a very strong statement of um, his concerns about social media and young kids being on it um, with a suggestion, I believe, that um, maybe wait until 17. Good luck. Well, this is the thing. This, I mean, because there have been some bills that people without really thinking much just threw out there and said, okay, we're just going to change the, the age that you can get. Right. Okay. Should yeah, be... it just went off again. We could just do talk, couldn't we? We're going to keep going on... Uh... 
Yeah, we just do talk. We're gonna have to do. I mean, the sound is still going. So all right. Yeah, we're just gonna okay. keep going on the sound. Our video is out, but we're we're gonna maybe we'll, maybe we'll just put a picture of Grace on Grace on for the rest of it. But there you go. So the Surgeon this. General um, has made it really clear that um, social media is is of concern to the health of our children. Right. Um, the CDC came out with a incredible write-up recently about the depression rates and the mental health concerns, especially of um, teen girls. And so what I saw 11 years ago in 2011, I knew that social media played a role in what happened to my child, played a huge role in what happened to my child. Right. Um, but at the time, you know, everybody's like, well, when someone commits suicide, it's, the, you know, there's usually this long raft of problems and they're mentally ill. And well, we talk about mental illness now. Yes, depression, anxiety, all of these things are exacerbated by social media. Um, and um, now, only now is the research showing that that's clear. The research has been done now and it's catching up now. And so, um, you know, when, when a bill was recently introduced without a whole lot of thought, just saying, well, let's just change the age to be on social media to be 16 or 17. In my opinion, and I think you know because you have teen children, um, you know, the genie is out of the bottle. You're yeah. not going to stuff it back in again. This is how, this is where they are. This is how they live their lives. And we can do better at protecting them. Um, right now, big tech has these, you know, it's been just a big black box. They do um, research that they don't share with anybody else. And we come to find they know about harmful things that they've not made any changes on. Plus they have immunity. Right, and I, right. I don't want to sound until, like a child. Well, lawyer, no, like, but as soon until someone can be held accountable. That's right. So for knowing pull, once you know you have a product, let's let's talk about consumer protection. Here's a product that we hand to kids at pretty surprisingly young ages, but certainly teenagers, that they statistics are showing that they are on for hours a day, and some use it almost constantly. We know that there are some things about this product that are hurting our children, that are killing our children. If it were a car seat or, um, you know, something wrong with a product, the consumer product safety, they'd be pulling that stuff back and, and educating people about it. And why not this? Because I get, I get pretty emotional when like I go to Annapolis and become very vulnerable and tell my story and the story of others and how badly we need this change, both at the federal level or at the state level, whichever one will do it first. Um, because I know that when you don't do anything, we are signing the death warrant for children. I, I am the tip of the iceberg. When the mothers and I visit Capitol Hill, we represent people, many more people than we are, and unfortunately, every day there's more children being harmed from various things that are happening. So um, I think we've made some really good um, progress. Um, I think people are, you cannot sit with a group of five moms and hear all of their stories that are different 
different harms, online harms, but the same result that they couldn't protect their child and their child died. Um, it makes it real. Um, and it, we just have no time to waste. It has to happen. Um, COSA will make things happen like, uh, when products come out, they will have the highest, um, like safety features so that parents don't have to go looking for them and try to figure out how to, um, things that stop are things from online, coming in. Are you talking about? No, no, no. When, um, when a kid uses social media, like, well, Privacy. I mean, there are sometimes you can control the cookies that they're keeping on you or the information, the data points that they're keeping on you. Children, they shouldn't be collecting any more data points than they need to deliver the product that that social media that platform is, is offering. Um, so, you know, um, we had, when I was in Annapolis for the Age Appropriate Design Code Act, um, is that the, Katie Hester's bill? Is she involved? She in has signed on. Um, this was um, Senators West and Kramer and Representative, uh, I'm sorry, Delegate Solomon. Okay. Uh, and but it's based on the UK passed this a couple of years ago. They are so far ahead of child protection in the UK, and California passed it, I guess, a year and a half ago. And of course. Who rises to the top but the lawyers for big tech? And in our particular case, when we were um, testifying in Annapolis, I was appalled um, because NetChoice is um, its actually a, f a firm out of Maryland um, that represents the biggest platforms on the planet. But the guy who came in I had kind of studied him for something else he said. I knew, had an idea of what he was going to say. Um, and I had written my um, testimony to kind of refute that. that he, was, he was saying that um, people, lawyer, uh, legislators have decided that parents don't know best about how to take care of their children and they want to right. legislate it. Right. And... The first, the first hearing we had, there was nobody that represented big tech. But a week later, on March 8th, um, this guy came out and he sat there. But when he got up to speak, he, didn't he did not say his name and he did not um, say who he represented. Um, and he just said he was a local dad who was really concerned that this law was going to hurt him and his family and his neighbors, kids, and and um, Senator Kramer, if, if he had said his name, I would have recognized who he was, and I would have been like, okay, let's hear what he's going to say. But instead, I'm like, who is this person, and and, and what are they concerned about? Because there's nothing in there that is harmful to right. your child. The, I think the Washington Post, I just found out later, did write it up that, that he did it this way, because Senator Car uh, Kramer on his cross or whatever you call it, said, wait a minute, I, I missed it. Who You didn't say who you were or who you're with or anything like that. And really, it became exceedingly clear that I was just angry that um came that's through terrible, like that. I mean, that, that that's bad strategy. Oh, it was just part. so bad. So you're um, going to be pursuing this legislation next year? I just, 
This is in this, in Annapolis. Yes, in Annapolis. I'm sure we will do it again. Um, and more to do on Grace's Law, because I think I would like that, but I don't know. I would need to. We need to sit down and talk about more. I. I can I tell the, you that it's needed everywhere. Now that I know moms from across the country that are kind of in some of the same situations. Um, and when I met with, I met with Senator Van Hollen last week. Um, and when I give them that piece of paper and they can see some of the things that are said, you know, I think there's an interest, a wider interest in seeing people held accountable for the misuse of social media. I mean, right. we want it. We, the big tech plays a role. We've got to fix the problems within, um, you know, how the products are made and have some outside research available yearly to make sure that there's things that aren't hurting kids. Um, but the misuse of social media still stands tall right. in the harming of children. And, and until we get a handle on that, I, I, I think that that's going to be something for the future that we, we was worth looking at. All right. Well, we've had some tech difficulties here today. I think that's big tech coming down and uh, and 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 affecting cutting our, the wires, our, cutting our <laughs> wires when we're not looking. But um, you know, I just want to say, you know, I, I try to be objective on these podcasts and see all sides of an issue. There's one side of this. Let me just say this: there's one side of this issue, and it's your side. It is the protection of kids, which. I wish we had thought of this before 2012 because I wish we had known there about this. There was no way to um, predict what was coming. We still don't know what's coming ahead of us, um, but we are on it. Uh, hopefully we have more people aware and concerned and, and willing to work together to, to fix it. I'm hoping, as I've said to you before, you've heard me say this, that down the road, 20 years down the road, we will look back at this time as a historical moment when we realized how something was really devastating our children and to some extent our culture and figured out a way to get ahead of it. Yeah. So. Well, in like I've said, in 21 years, I feel like I was involved in a lot of big issues and there was none bigger than this. This was, to me, the most important accomplishment that we had. I mean, I we, I was, you know, involved in the death penalty and banning fracking and justice reinvestment, all those things. Those was that all, big. I think those are all big issues. When I when people say, "What's your most important accomplishment legislatively?" This was it. And there's still a lot more to do, but. I feel like we took some pretty big steps together. So I'll be eternally grateful to you and to those who heard and helped. Um, Let me wrap this up you. by saying from across the aisle, I am State Senator Bobby Zarkin, a former State Senator Bobby Zarkin. I'm here with Christine McComas of the incredible McComas family uh, who helped put Maryland on the map with her beautiful daughter, Grace. Grace's Law 2.0 especially really helped set the bar for where we need to be and where we need to go in terms of combating cyberbullying and some of the online abuse of children. And I just want to say thank you for spending some time with us here today. It's my pleasure. Thanks for talking. All right. With me.